Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Theme song has no lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna start talking. I was like, oh man, I think he's no, waiting I was to enjoying end it. it. I think that's I was... really funny because um, I don't want you to have to go through singing a theme song every week. You, that would probably be torturous. So I, yeah, I like I it. unless you want to. If you want to write some lyrics, or if yeah, or t- well, that was the Ramones I was playing. But, but oh, I, it was a Ramones. See, but I, I would be I happy to Ramones. write something. <laughs> that's right. Do it again. That was good. Do it again. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Here, here we go. All right. All right, that's good shit. Okay, yeah. I'm just a little. Yeah, that was actually dead on, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, that's probably the first time you've been dead on. And I'm like, what's that's that a, song? Is that is that? Song? That's in my wheelhouse. <laughs> not, not this uh, Guns N' Roses. Like, you hit it perfect. <laughs> nice, you're crushing it. I know you're very excited. Anthony's very excited. It's Punk Month. Oh yeah, uh, we finally got a you know a month that he would love. So we. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm excited. We're gonna we're gonna do some uh, cool stuff today. I'm gonna bring everybody in because I'm gonna do my random pulls because I think like I'm gonna I'm gonna pose the question of uh, what is sometimes things are punk and are they really punk? Are they some other genre? Because I think some 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 guys slip into the genre and sometimes some guys start there and end up out of there. So it's gonna yeah. be an interesting fun discussion today. So I uh, bring in the two other riffraff, uh, the punk rockers. Uh, we got Jeffrey Paul, Adam Holtz, everybody. Hey. Very cool. Did anybody buy vinyl this week? No. Okay. No. Right. So there's no random buys. All right. So we'll do random pulls. I did buy some album, but it's all country, and I feel it doesn't go with our thing today. So uh, do the random pull. Now, this is a guy that I think is punk. I think he kind of like gets a label of not being punk because of how much influence he had on metal. But I feel Alice Cooper should be considered in the realm of punk rock. I think he's doing something and uh, was doing something and still doing something. He's still touring that I feel is, you know, 
it's what punk is, where it's rebellious, it's dark, it's, you know, it's skulls, it's rock and roll, it's makeup, it's whatever, it's all that stuff. And I feel nobody did it better than Alice. And this is a great album. Uh, I guess Trash is this album. Uh, It's got Poison, Spark in the Dark, House of Fire, Why Trust You, Only My Heart Talking, Better Nails, This Maniac, Love With You, Treasure Hill is Living Without You, Uh, I'm Your Gun. So, yeah, this is a great little album. Good stuff. Check it out. And here's another one that is, you know, most people would not consider them punk. But I feel the beat is punk. And that's a little band called The Cars. Oh, The Cars. That's was that Candio. Yeah, this is a this is a nice album. This is a original release, so it's kind of hard to find. And um, that's another band. I'm curious to see how you guys feel about, you know, certain bands like like these two particular bands but uh so yeah you know what i mean they're fast it's yeah. like quick songs like you know it's, they, they're uniformed like there's just something about it that feels punk now they got so much radio play so whereas some well, most punk bands don't get so i feel like success almost makes you not punk which is a weird topic yeah. as well so <laughs> we're going there uh but how you guys feel about that like uh alice cooper do you think he's kind of in part of that genre of punk I never I, considered it. Yeah, what, what I do you never think? considered yeah. Alice Cooper punk. I, I think I think you pose a great question, and I think that doing this assignment this week yeah. was a lot harder than I thought it was when it was initially broached. You know, mm. it's like one what you said. What defines punk? And yeah. I also realized, you know, I don't know if I like punk as much as <laughs> <laughs> as much as I really uh, thought it was going to. You I know, think of the two, interesting. I got I got better with it uh, with age. Actually, I think my my punk, you know, whatever like uh, level of like uh, my punk. What would you call it? Kind of my connoisseur of punk is mm-hmm. now later in my life. I feel like I caught a, a lot of bands that I didn't catch when I was younger. And so I appreciate it a little more now. I appreciate it when bands are like kind of, you know, just kind of taking it to the man. And I don't think, you know, people did it better than punk. So, you know, so I feel like Bon Jovi wasn't, you know, really pushing the envelope. You know what I mean? Where it's like, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's At least with punk, they may not play as well. A lot of punk bands as Bon Jovi, but I feel like they're, you know. They're saying more and doing, I don't know. It's just, it's a movement, you know, it's a thing. Yeah, I, I think out of the two albums that you just showed, I think, yeah. I mean, I, probably maybe the cars would be a little bit more punk to me. I, I would categorize them more as new wave because of like okay. when they came out and yeah. Alice Cooper, I say more rock and roll and hard rock than punk, but I understand where you're going with it. I mean, this the, is especially very, the way they look. This the, is uh, very dancing. This is very dancing. This is very misfits. Uh, yeah. Is Danzig punk? Yeah. Oh, his solo stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. His, his solo stuff was uh, slightly more on the hard rock kind of metal. It was almost better line, borderline yeah, metal. But misfits, come on. That's, misfits I mean, are punk. That's yeah. like that's like textbook punk. So, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like it all kind of, you know, just saying might have influenced it. Don't give Alice. Don't don't give up on Alice. Alice doesn't live here anymore. Alice doesn't live here anymore. No, nobody. Only Jeff gets that reference because we are very old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, Jeff. So I know you have like 52 spots you got to do later. So we're going to let you break it open. So the assignment this week was everybody, you know, kind of does their top five punk albums. And it doesn't have to be in who it it could be your own collection. It could be who you personally like, you know, Jeff is going to be like, it's going to be matter of fact, because he's very competitive with list. (laughs) 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 Whereas I'm very open and organic with it, Mm -hmm. but but Jeff, uh, so what do you got for us for your 
five punk albums, brother. What do you got? This, this is what I also realized. I'm probably my list is probably going to be the least punk list out of all of them. I think. <laughs> I, th- I think I have the. I am going to be the most commercial punk. Um, it's okay. So, Green so, Day's punk. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to say in no particular order. I, mean, <laughs> I put Green Day down as, as one of my you know, as which, number five. Nineteen seventy four album Dookie. I think is probably you know if that's an, a punk album. You say you seventy four or ninety four. 94. Did I say 74? Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> okay. Holy years. shit, they look great. <laughs> but I do think they're a band that influenced and embraced uh, punk rock. I think, you know, yeah, they're they, good. they were punk, but but they got a lot of radio airplay mm-hmm. songs like Longview and Welcome to Paradise and When I Come Around and Basket Case. I mean, they were all, all uh, big hits on uh, AM radio and, and MTV. And they were basically, I think, the f- at the forefront of the 90s. Yeah. Uh, punk resurgence, um, which leads me to my second uh, album, which is a band that is completely influenced by Green Day and also has the the brother of one of the um, members of Green Day is uh, Rancid. Mm-hmm. And mm. okay, and I think come out uh, and out come the wolves was I remember when this album came out, the, the third studio album by Rancid. I love them because they even though they were kind of influenced by Green Day, they had more of a very early clash sound to it. Um, they, you know, like a song like Ruby Soho and Time Bomb, you know, but Ruby Soho, you know, kind of had like that little almost, you know, ska type of sound to it. You know, you know, it was like very, very danceable. Again, a lot of airplay, early clash. Um, if we're going to go punk, uh, maybe these guys are the godfathers of punk is the Ramones that Anthony was playing. And it's almost impossible to pick one Ramon album that is quintessential Ramones. But for me, I would have to say 77's uh, Rocket to Russia. Um, I remember I remember loving this album. Um, I was kind of thinking Road to Ruin a little bit, but I like the versatility of uh, Rocket to Russia a little bit better. I think when you look at songs from Cretan Hop to the cover of uh, Surfing Bird, and then Sheena is a punk rocker and Rockaway Beach, you know, really catchy. And I think quintessential punk is fast, quick songs, you know, three minutes or under. And I think the Ramones do this better than anybody. Um, maybe the best punk album of all time, if they are considered punk, is The Clash. I didn't know how you guys would feel about this, but is The Clash considered punk? And if it is, 79's London Calling, one of the greatest albums of any genre all time you know they and this album really and we've covered this on the show before but this album really grew from give them enough rope in every way when you look at again diversity on the album songs like jimmy jazz rudy can't fail with the jamaican sound which i think uh rancid took a little bit from uh montgomery cliff lost in the supermarket i mean god man this it's such a sick, incredible album. And then we didn't even talk about Guns of Brixton, the title track, the the, the hidden track, Train in Vain. It's hateful, clampdown. It's it, to me, it, it it has to be top five albums in my personal collection of all time. And then I'm gonna go because you have to, and I put I, I have other ones that I, I put down here, but I'm just gonna live in it at, at at five. Is the Sex Pistols? Never mind the Bullocks. Here's the uh, the Sex Pistols. Um, I didn't realize how much I kind of like liked the album. I, I thought I would hate it, you know, um, but I, I liked it better. You know, it, it really, they were influenced by a lot more hard rock bands than I thought. Um, even though 
Johnny Rotten and Sid Vicious are probably the two big front men from the band. I really think the under, you know, low key hero of this group is Steve Jones, the guitar player, especially on this album. Oh yeah. And yeah. And I think like, like God save the queen is like the big song. Anarchy on in the UK has been covered by like Motley Crue and other bands. But for me, the song that really brings it home for me is pretty vacant. And that's I've heard covers one. of this, but this to me that's is like, oh, that's why I put it in my top five punk album. So these are my top five. I wasn't sure what order I was going to go in. So I had a couple of uh, mm-hmm. extras down here. Yeah, no, that was great. I, uh, <clears throat> I didn't think you would go so like, you know, nineties with the first two, you know, Rancid <laughs> and Green Day. I didn't see that coming. That was a quick, just out of nowhere. Um, yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, those bands are great because I feel like they're kind of like they're making music kind of good again because there was a lot of, you know, just it, it was something different. I think they were kind of it was a, even though it was a callback to like early punk, I still feel it was refreshing with the Limp Biscuits and, you know, some of the, you know, even grunge got a little after a while. You're like, OK, enough with the depression. The the same. Yeah. After all, you're like, OK, yeah. my God, can we just get something upbeat here? And so I think Green Day and Rancid as well. I mean, kind of came in and uh, what was the other one? Uh, President's United States of America or something. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah they, the they, they had that yeah. Peaches. Yeah, Peaches yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hated it. I didn't hated like that. Hated <laughs> but well, I think... I thought they were look, good. Yeah. They, I, they're, and they have a bunch of great albums, not just that first one that everybody knows. Yeah. But what's kind of cool about them is uh, that they were from Seattle. Oh, nice. They, they broke like as grunge was, was dying. Okay. So it was so interesting to Look, have a band like that coming out of yeah. Seattle at that time. So, can I ask yeah. you guys this? Sure. Did you, what did you guys think about a band also from the 90s called Goldfinger? And would you consider them punk? I loved Goldfinger in the 90s. The first album is punk. Yes. Yeah. Um, the second album was a little more ska, uh, Hang Ups. But that first one, that that's a punk album, I would say. Pop punk. Well, yeah. Skate punk, even that's that's the question. I mean, is you know, do you have to be like the Ramones to be considered exactly. a true punk and that's band? That's what made this because, hard. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, Clash is all over the place. I mean, you, you right, know, out, of, right. out of nowhere, there's like there's like a piano dude and a saxophone. You're like, what? <laughs> right. Is, and, and so is that, is that punk? Yeah. You know? um, I, thinking, I think ska is very punk, and so I think it's just it's a different kind punk. of it's a different kind of punk, and so I think that's what these bands do. They kind of you know. Something, something like the clash specifically because and to me they are the godfathers of punk you know way before the ramones because i feel the like ramones they, were before this it doesn't clash. matter i feel like they brought it to they were doing something nobody else did even though the ramones are great i still feel there was just a sound that that became the clash that is just you know kind of too inspirational not to call them the godfathers because i think they were the most talented punk band of all time okay so where do you think punk starts does punk start in england that started cbgb's on the lower east side oh i mean i i think england wins that fight you know but I think CBGB's had some influence that, you know, I think CBGB's had a good, you know, I don't know. It's kind of like, I, yeah, I don't know, like our soccer team, you know, it's like in, in the U.S. It's like we can't really <laughs> quite compete with England, but we do okay. I think England is where it all comes from. I think, and I think, think that so? even the bands of CBGB's were influenced by, it. I mean, I don't know. What do you think, hmm. Anthony? Are you? I'm not sure. Uh, t- I feel like it would come down to whenever the first Ramones album came out and when the when that Sex Pistols album came out. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure of the exact year. Ramones were first? Yeah. I think that the a lot of what we associate with the look of punk comes from the what the English bands were doing. Like the Sex yeah. Pistols didn't look like the Ramones. 
So they yeah. they kind of brought the the look and and some of the sound. I mean, a lot of bands started to sound English after uh, after the Sex Pistols and the Clash broke. Would you guys but say there like was bands punk. like Television are punk? I, television, um, the Dead Boys. Would you say those are punk bands? I think they were probably part of this. They were part of the same scene. There was right. a lot of a lot of band like the B-52s and uh, Blondie. They were all part of that CBGB scene. But then well, Blondie changes their the, sound when they first start out. They're, they're a little bit more melodic punk. And then mm-hmm. they wind up taking on the influences of the day, like disco. OK, yeah. But, and but so I'm then about like the bands that kind of like really hung in there, like again, like the Dead Boys, who never really had any commercial success, but they were kind of like the quintessential, like you would go on a Tuesday night to CBGBs and they'd be playing and, you know, be fucking things up. You know, and that was like, you know, what the think, Dead Boys were. I think they were kind of, I think they were a punk band. Television was more kind of like post-punk, which is weird because it was happening around the same time. I don't know. I mean, I was trying to look up 60s punk bands because I feel like, you know, I mean, The Who is punk to me. Mm -hmm. You know, don't get more punk than The Who. You know, it's well, like, yeah. well you're, you're right about well, that because I think some of those punk bands are definitely influenced by the who, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, they're breaking instruments and like exactly. the man, and like you know, it's like I don't know, it's, 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 it's some like of rude. the uh 60s kind of garage rock bands yeah. were doing like the Sonics and stuff like that, yeah, they were doing things that were considered do you have, punk later. If you have keyboards in your band, are you punk? You can be, yeah. According to my album selections, yes. <laughs> let's get to, let's get, I want to hear you guys. So let's hear what you guys have to say. Uh, well, first of all, great job, Jeff. That was good. Yeah. Do you have anything else on Jeff's uh, great selection? I or, like him. I, like, good job. I like. I like his picks. Hey, good job. I yeah, wonder we, if uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say there's a bunch of uh, viewer comments too. And uh, oh yes, for Jeff's picks, uh, Tasty Snacks says I listened to Rancid forever ago. The show makes me feel old. here's the deal dude that's the youngest band we're gonna have on the show so (laughs) wait till you hear my picks so i could have gone with some 41 okay they're they're (laughs) that's as early as i'm getting i like that that's your your young band that was like 25 years ago (laughs) wait till wait till i start going i got all old shit Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, but anyway, it's great. So I'm going to go next just cause I want uh, Jeff to be in on mine as well. Um, so I also chose a clash album. Um, Ooh, this, okay. uh, this, this, I love this, uh, give them enough rope. Um, I feel like, um, it's, it's, it's a little harder than London calling. Like, I feel like there's just some, you know, I don't know. I'm drawn to this one a little more. I feel like this was um, their, I believe their second uh, release, but it was the first, but they, the first one released in America. So this was released and then the clash was released after in America. So it was like kind of a switcheroo kind of thing. So this one got some play and then, you know, they became popular. And so they had the other one. Um, This, there's some funny stuff on this album. Um, I thought the producer uh, hated, um, uh, 
you know, the vocals of Strummer. And so he, he raised the drums because on the <laughs> album, he wanted the drums to be louder because he hated his vocals. <laughs> and so I thought that was really cool. But uh, but yeah, I think this is a cool album. Uh, probably my favorite song on here is Tommy Gunn is great. Favorite, It's one of my favorite songs. Such a great song. It's such a good thing there. And um, I also chose the Sex Pistols. Um, I feel like this is one of those albums that I know it's great on vinyl. I think everyone should have this uh, this album. I think it is kind of uh, it's a one in one, which is crazy. It's kind of a this one in one. They they never did another album studio album together. There's a lot of live stuff they released, but you know, interesting things on here. I didn't know researching. I didn't realize how bad a, a bass player that uh, Sid Vicious was. Apparently, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. uh, <laughs> terrible. Really, he was so bad. <laughs> he doesn't even really play on that, does he? He's like on yeah, two, he's like songs, two songs. There's like yeah. two songs that he plays on and apparently steve jones had to play bass over his tracks <laughs> he had to go back in and play it but, uh, but that's the thing because that's what punk but he's there's nobody more punk he was punk yeah. you know so it's like it's not just the talent of of the play it's also yeah. the, the you know the swag of the of the attitude oh, yeah. and the look he had the perfect punk hair and you know all that stuff. and what a great and, punk rock name sid vicious, sid vicious sid, yeah. sid, come on dude johnny he, rotten he was, too you know it's great. He was, uh, his bass was unplugged a lot of times at, at shows. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't play. He was awful. Yeah. Well, he was, it was so doped up and, you know, there was a lot of yeah. problems there, but man, but, but when you think of the band, you think of him more than anybody. Yeah. You think of him over Johnny Rotten even. And, you know, it's like, you know, especially with the story and Sid and Nancy, like he just became this, this, this narrative to the band. But this is a great album from top to finish. I can't. I, I get so much done when I put this on. I feel like it motivates me. It's a good workout <laughs> album. It's a good clean the house album. It's a good fuck you bad day album. Like it's just a great album to have. Uh, and then this is one that's like uh, you know I'll do this one. This is I think this is gonna be a Devo. Um, I feel uh, like a day punk. That's the question. That's the question. You know, yeah. um, it, that's the thing. Are they synth pop or are they new wave or are they punk? Um, I know Anthony's <laughs> really into them. What do you think, Anthony? I, you know, I think they were they were part of the scene. I yeah. think as people were figuring out how to classify the yeah. bands, they they were part of the initial scene. Uh, and, but then I think their music ended up being considered more new wave later. Yeah. But they started out, I think, being kind of a punk band, art art rock band. Yeah. I like know. that term for them. Yeah. And this is, you know, yeah. this is a great album. This is their third album, Freedom of Choice. It's great got, whip, yeah, it's got a whip it on there. Like it's this yeah, is yeah. the album that kind of blew them up. An MTV <laughs> video. They were all over the place. The title um, track rocks. Yeah. And uh yeah, that's a good one. Um, but I also feel like they were a little deeper than I thought. Like, I guess Whip It had something to do with, like, kind of uh, commenting on the job Jimmy Carter was doing as a president. And then it was oh. something to do with, like, Norman Vincent book, The Power of Positive Thinking. I'm like, you know, <laughs> so when bands are doing shit like that, I'm like, what? You know? <laughs> I just see with these weird guys in hats, but, uh, in, like, you know, this cone hats. Like, I didn't even know what they were. Because I was a kid when it came out. And so you're like, what? They just were weird and fun. But you get older, you realize the music but is you good. were drawn to them. Yeah, and they have a lot of groovy stuff. Like I have a buddy who's a sound engineer and stuff, and he has some Devo cuts that are like blues and weird and experimental and like all kinds of stuff. So yeah, so they're great. They're a great band. Um, and uh, so I would say punk because I say they have the attitude of punk. They're just kind of this newer, flashier version of it and of the times. They were punk of what the '80s was becoming. And, yeah. Uh, there's another band a lot of people wouldn't call punk. 
uh, cramps. Um, I feel like, you know, they were part, they were part of that CBGB scene. So um, it is a little probably more psychedelic rock, a little more surf rock, but such a good band. Um, you can't go wrong with the cramps. Um, you know, this is a great album. Uh, Flame Job. It's got some really great songs on it. And uh, Mean Machine and uh, How You Do Me. And stuff. It's just a great album. And I think I love I think they're very talented and they don't fall into that. Like every song sounds the same. They're really kind of doing some intricate stuff as far as the band. And then we're going to go kind of to I would if you're going to go Godfather, I would put them in the top five. Uh, we oh, yeah. Little Dead Kennedy's here with us today. Uh, this is their debut album. Um, this is uh, you know, I forgot how good this album was. So good. This is a great album. It really is. And I know, Jeff, you hate punk. But um, to me, this I don't hate punk. Yeah. I, I just I thought I would like it a lot more. Like when, when I looked at what punk punk was, and it like it was yeah. very hard to define what punk was. Yeah. Like right now, I'm still trying to decide if Devo is punk. I understand what you guys are saying. I'm just, you know, it's yeah. just I it see. I think that punk uh, turned into a marketing technique when when it was for when when these bands were first coming out. It was it was like the how we had in, in, in the nineties, everything was alternative. Mm-hmm. That was what punk yeah. was in the late seventies and early nineties. And then they were a couple of bands got big, and then record companies wanted bands to fit into very specific is, rules about what punk was is supposed punk to be. As much about the music as it is about the the look and the attitude. Is it? It is. It is attitude. about the music. It's about the music. If if your songs are commenting on things, you know, like with the Sex Pistols, you know, the country on, thing be considered punk. What, yep. what country? Um, certain country would. I mean, you know, Hank the Third maybe, but you know, it's like it really depends. I think Sergio Simpson's kind of leaning towards that because he's doing something different, but. The Dead Kennedys are punk. I think everybody yeah. in the world can agree oh, yeah. that the Dead Kennedys are punk. This is a great band. Um, Holiday in Cambodia. I mean, that I that's one of those songs that you just heard as a kid. You you know, and it just kind of hummed through you as a you know kid trying to find some different music. Uh, this album's great. Um, you know, the, this guy. Uh, you know, it's like. Uh, I think uh, let's see. He's running for mayor. He ran for mayor at one point, which that's probably when you you don't become punk. Um, when you start oh, Jello? running, yeah, Jello Barafo, yeah, Jello Eric, yeah. What's his regular name? Uh, I Eric don't know Reed? his regular name. Eric I think Reed it's, it's or, a pudding Martin. Yeah, <laughs> Eric. I think it's Eric. <laughs> I think it's Eric. <laughs> Eric Reed Brocher. That's his real name. Oh, tell me off Carlos uh, Cadona the, is sixty twenty five. So, and that came from like an inspection clothing sticker or something. Like oh. you know where you get the like the you get the like the the you know the crappy yeah, yeah. Right. inspected yeah, by sixty twenty five. Oh, it's my name now. <laughs> so to me, that's punk rock. And uh, so this is a great uh, album. I love his voice. I think he's got a great punk voice. I think it's soulful and just, you know, it, it's, it's anarchy. It's great. It's fun. It's like, if you're going to have a, a, a punk album, this is a, a high recommend. I think it's a great band. And, uh, you know, and I don't think there's a better logo than that. I think it's a great one. It, it is a great logo, man. <laughs> such I cool can only one. think of one that might top it. It's one of mine that I'll, which is, I'll, Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, t- right. I'll, I'll, t- Twisted I'll sister. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great logo. Stop it. Twisted <laughs> sister is a good logo. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, this is a, uh, original release by the way. So this is a great, 
Uh, oh, right. by the way, right behind me, there is that's a, a, a drum head signed by all four original members of the Ramones. And right above it is Switz's wow. sister. In my Why wouldn't you open with that, Jeff? All right. All right. Uh, Anthony, what do you got for us? <laughs> all right. You know, I, I wasn't, I had the same kind of problem where there are a couple things that I wasn't sure if they would fit into punk rock. And I'm changing, I'm changing my, my list now. Uh, you pulling an audible? I'm pulling an in audible. In the middle of the show? In the middle of the show. Oh, but you come go, on. You got to let us make fun of you if you picked it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the See, show. No, because there were yeah. ones yeah, that I, I wasn't going to include. But punk rock. <laughs> there were Billy albums Ray I wasn't. Cyrus, I would, you know. <laughs> Brian like, Adams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Cougar Mellencamp. Pat <laughs> um, <Ed so>, Benatar. <laughs> Uh, Rock and roll Hall of Fame, baby. Oh, yeah. we heard, oh, yeah. we heard. She's we heard. Yeah. They, she, wear, <laughs> she wore them down. They were like, okay, yeah. okay, okay, leave us alone. Stop <laughs> stalking us. You know, she was sending letters every day. Why aren't I should be in? And like showing up. <laughs> it removed her several times. All right, go ahead, Anthony. <laughs> All right. So my list is not in really any particular order. Um, but I'll start with uh, one that surprisingly me and Jeff – have in common. I actually also picked Green Day's Dookie. Green Day. Yeah, it came out when I was ten years old. Uh, it was one of the first one of the first punk bands that I heard that I didn't know of because of my mom. Because <laughs> my mom, uh, mom likes good music, though. Yeah, <laughs> she does. She, I mean, she was watching I, all the bands we were talking about. This, all the CBGB bands and stuff. She she saw them uh, at that time. So. I grew up listening to all that stuff, which I still enjoy. But uh, Green Day was like one of the first punk bands that I liked before my mom. <laughs> uh, and and Dookie, I mean, I still I still like it. I know it's a major yeah. label album. No, it's great. Uh, but it's uh, it's great. It's a, it's, a, it's a great one. Um, I maybe this is cheating, but uh, the album that introduced me to the Ramones. This is a, the, my mom had this CD. It was, it's a compilation. It's called Ramones mania. And I, I picked that one as well. Um, I remember that album. It's, it came out, I think, I think it was 88. It's got 30 songs. It's sort of a, uh, it compiles a lot of their singles. And, uh, I think there's maybe a couple of B sides and, uh, um, What's different? Rock and Roll High School is the it's the yes, version from movie. the movie. I love yeah, movie. yeah. So the CD has the 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 version from the movie in there, um, and uh, that that was sort of because it was hard for me to pick. I was gonna pick like an actual Ramones album, but this is the one that I heard first when I was growing up, and so uh, I mean it's got everything you need on there. Ramones yeah. Mania. Um, what else do I have on here? Three I've more. got. Uh, Offspring. I think it's cheating a little bit doing like the greatest hits. It's cheating, but it's I had a reason. It's his list. There's no I rules had a here. reason for There's picking no rules. There's no rules. It's the punk. one I grew I, That's punk. Well, exactly. punk, <laughs> punk bands. Punk bands did put out a lot of compilations. There's nothing wrong with compilations. Like that. You don't have to it's fine. To, normally don't I don't in general, I like listening to an album the way that an artist. What do you mean, uh, like intended. Eagles' greatest hits? You talking yeah, about yeah. like that? Okay. <laughs> but if I was doing, if I'm doing a, a classic rock list, I could not put that on my list. <laughs> All right, I would just pick the whole. You know what? This is let him my finish. List. I thought you had to this leave, is, Jeff. Anyway, yeah, let him I got five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Offspring, Smash. 
Yeah, yeah, they're, they're great yeah. band, but are they punk? I love them. Oh, yes. yeah. It's Southern California kind of skate punk kind of sound. Uh, yeah, definitely. A love, punk band. love Offspring. Yeah. One of one of my favorite, one of my first albums that I bought uh, when I was a kid. came That also yeah. came out when I was about nine, nine and, years old, I think. And you're friends with those guys, right? And I'm friend, yeah. yeah, Noodles and Todd. Yeah, I think that's yeah. great. Didn't yeah. you and yeah. Kevin Goatee meet them at like one of your shows? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was my show. He was on it that night, I think. And uh, um, yes, yeah, so we we met at um, Niagara, the bar. I remember that in uh, the Lower East Side. Yeah, they left some passes for us. They were yeah. they had a night off. They came out. They watched our terrible bar show. And we hung out after, and they left some uh, VIP passes. And I showed up with a, a different comic that night. I don't know if Kevin went, actually. He did. And, he, uh, he was the one that told me the story. Well, he didn't hang out with us that night because yeah. I went with Kevin, a different Kevin, comic. Kevin pushes people away, so that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> so I went um, with this other comic. And then we, we ended up going backstage with them, and we hung out. We went to a bar like a few blocks away uh, from the venue where uh, the show was at Terminal 5. Uh, and I've, oh, I've wow. kept in touch with them. I, I, t- I talked to those guys. Yeah, uh, they retweet you and stuff. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. hung out with them a few, a few times. Nice. Uh, when I was on tour in 2019, I was in Salt Lake City and I had a night off. We were just driving to the next city and uh, they were doing a show in Salt Lake City that night. And so we hung out with them uh, again that night. And uh, it was some festival. So, so Black Flag was there. It was nice. just Greg wow. Ginn is the only guy. Yeah. And uh, some 41 was there. Uh, and it was, it was pretty cool. I was like standing off to the side of the stage watching the offspring and the guy from some 41 is also there just texting. Nice. Derek. (laughs) Yeah. Derek. Yeah. Yeah. You were like Lady Gaga and star, uh, stars born. You were just like (laughs) to the side. It's in awe. (laughs) (laughs) Then he brings you on stage and you're like, (laughs) he is for divorce. All right. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So how many is that? What am I at? I'm at three. That's three, right? Okay. Um oh, yeah. Adam's gotta go. Black flag damage. Black flag, there you go. That's a punk. The, the other band that has maybe a better logo than the That's Dead right. Kennedys. That's right. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, Very cool. Damaged is I guess it was their first full length album. Uh uh, but they were Henry Rollins was the singer. They were on like their fourth singer by that point. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, they they put out mostly EPs before that. So uh, damaged one of the best. It's a little bit more hardcore. It's good than, workout uh, music. Yeah, I yeah, work out to I, it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I go running listening to that. Nice. It's perfect for for that. Uh, and then uh, maybe my number one. This was the one that I wasn't going to include because I wasn't sure. But uh, I think it counts as punk. Um, Nirvana in utero. Yep. Interesting. It's a great album, but yeah, I, yeah. probably my favorite album of all time. Itself, but I didn't think it was yeah. punk. I didn't think it was punk either. But if we're if we're playing it, I mean, I they were definitely punk. influenced. If we're, if we're letting by... Dino get a pass, then then Nirvana gets a pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna put it originally because you know it's uh, definitely punk influenced. Yeah. But. Um, but there's a lot of things I like, about it's them. Harder than than one of my favorite albums yeah. from theirs. Yeah, then, probably yeah, my favorite. It's great. I think, all, I think it's their best, time. too. I think it's better than mm-hmm. Nevermind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love how noisy it is. Yeah. and It's yeah. it's great. I love uh, um, Steve great. Albini as a producer. 
He's right. I like you doing an audible. That was interesting. All right. His first audible on the show. Yeah. I love it. All right, it. guys, I'm, I'm going to take off uh, from here. Poor Adam. I, you can't get at least uh, one of his albums? Come on. I'll, I'll say for one that Adam. That fireball can wait. But Adam, what do you got? All right. <laughs> if it's Natural Milk Hotel, I'm out. Oh. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, so this, uh, uh, you know, I this was a tough list also to to come up with uh, just five. I, I had a, I had a bunch here. I actually realized that all the all the uh, albums on my list came out in the last twenty years. Oh, um, I was wow. going to put I was nice. going to put Green Day Dookie and Offspring Smash. I love both of those albums. Green Day Dookie, um, one of especially in, hearing that in high school, that was one of um, uh, it, it definitely formed my music taste too. Um, but um. But I decided as I, as I started re-listening to a lot of these albums, um, I decided I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep it to the last 20 years. And a lot of these bands are Northeast bands too, mostly New Jersey bands. Um, so first, I'm going to start off with uh, Jeff Rosenstock, uh, 2018 Post, and um, this is very lo-fi DIY punk. Uh, he's uh, he's from Long Island. They, the album is basically kind. Of, it's it's um, representative of what's going on today. Um, a lot of it was his reaction to the uh, the election in 2016, but it was more about like what the like what the fuck is going on around us, and um, it's it's you know trying to figure out why people have such different opinions, why uh, you know um, a lot of it is born out of frustration. I mean, you have songs called like "Beating My Head Against the Wall." Um, Your throat, which is about how could you have a voice if if um, I can't remember. I can't remember the, the lyric off the top of my head, but um, um, it's it's a it's a great album. Uh, they have um, uh, nine out of ten is a great song. TV stars. It's uh, it, it's a more recent album. Is definitely somebody to check out. He's also he put out an album recently that he re-recorded the entire album in ska. Also, <laughs> um, so wow. punk. That's pretty punk. Yeah, huh, Jeff. Yeah, I, I I think on that note, I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> Get out of here. We don't need oh, you. Guys. I'm going to protest her getting in. I'm, Andy and I are going to show up with signs. Right. And Judas Priest got, got in as well. Records. So. This is going to be yeah. breaking Pat Bitter. Duran Duran got in also. <laughs> Who did? Duran uh, Duran. And I think they were, uh, uh, you're in this. I think you're in this. I'm better than Pat Benatar. I'll yeah. tell you that. Maybe we'll talk about it next time. Take care, guys. Yep. Take care, buddy. All right, see you later. later. Look both ways. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing. You missed it. Um, <laughs> anyway, keep going, Adam. Good list. All right. So uh, the next one is, uh, this is actually a pretty unique one. It's uh, it's, an, it's a New Jersey. Uh, actually, these guys live the next, they live the next town over from where I grew up. Uh, it's Titus Andronicus, The Monitor from 2010. And uh, this album is a kind of a uh, punk concept album that partially has to do with the Civil War. Oh, wow. uh, so it's a really, wow. uh, really interesting, interesting kind of tie-in. Uh, one of the lyrics that they keep repeating over and over is "the enemy is everywhere." Um, very, uh, it kind of it, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Green Day's "American Idiot." 
Um, but um, I think this is more a bit more rage filled and um, uh, and especially, you know, a lot of the lyrics name check a lot of places around me. Um, it's uh, it, it just this album actually just celebrated its 10th anniversary recently. It's a great album to check out. Um, and then I go, let's, let's see what the next one is. Um, all right. It's a band that, uh, Anthony, I know Anthony really likes parquet courts, light up gold, tell you all the things that you broke. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. And this is, uh, I, I think this is still my favorite of theirs. And this was, yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, it's the second album, second album, but, um, masters of my craft borrow time, incredible one, two punch to start one of the best one, two punches I'd say on any album. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's kind of like if the Minutemen meet pavement. It's yes. like it's almost like stoner punk, uh, or slacker punk. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I love that one. By far their best. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a great. It's a great one. It flows perfectly. It's uh, fast and short, and, uh, and I mean, it's such great lyrics. I always love uh, Master by Craft, where they just shout out that uh, Socrates died in the fucking gutter. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. And, you uh, got to sing along with that one, right? And, and then uh, uh, and stoned and starving too. Just uh, getting stoned in Queens and uh, trying to decide Ridgewood what to eat. Queens. Ridgewood, Queens. Yeah, yeah. I've been. I've been I moved road. to Ridgewood after yeah. that came out. Yeah, was, really? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool to live in Ridgewood. They were like a Bushwick band, and then they moved to Ridgewood. Yeah, yeah. And it's, made it cool. Uh, yeah, they're a band that they're one of the only bands on this list that I haven't seen live. And I keep every time I every time they come around, I want to see them live. I just miss out. I think I think they're coming back around soon. But um, uh, great band to check out. And then uh. Now to the actual vinyl ones. Finally, Ooh. some other vinyl people. Right. I thought I was the right. only one. <laughs> so this one, um, this is one of my favorites. It, uh, it's one that I think is borderline punk. Uh, it, it's indie rock punk. Um, he actually uh, started out in punk bands in the 80s and then in the 90s did a lot of, uh, um, was in a lot of indie rock bands. And this is uh, one of his solo albums, the Ted Leo and the Pharmacists, Hearts oh, of Oak, from nice. uh, 2003. And uh, this is a. Uh, and first off, Ted, if you haven't heard Ted Leo, he's got incredible vocal range. Um, and I kind of compare him to Elvis Costello, uh, a little bit of Joe Jackson. In there. There's a lot of Thin Lizzy in there too. Uh, his his uh, songs are very uh, very literate. And I actually had I could pull up this quote. Um, which I, th I think sums him up perfectly from spin said that uh, Ted Leo is the David Mamet of indie rock. He packs his taut punk songs with words, 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 words that strictly speaking don't belong in rock like abjure or ossify. And despite all these <laughs> words, he rocks a skill that Mamet has never mastered. Uh, but this is a, uh, is amazing. He's uh, a New Jersey native. He, uh, his, his, uh, a lot of the songs in this album are there's, there's, political songs on here. There's also a lot of songs that are about being, uh, there's like a song Ballad of the Sin Eater where he talks about going abroad and just being seen as an ugly American everywhere he goes just because of his views and also um, uh, just attitude. But, but it's a, uh, it's a great album start to finish. Definitely one to check out. And then uh, the last one, another New Jersey band, uh, the Gaslight Anthem 59 Sound. Nice. There we go. And now this one. Um, all right. So there's a there's a Portuguese word I just learned recently called uh, uh, saw the saw the J. <laughs> I don't even know if I pronounced it right or anything, but it basically means uh, 
this kind of melancholy yearning for uh, some place or some time uh, that you haven't really experienced. And that's what I feel is this album. This album is, um, you know, this, this was in, uh, what was this, 2009. Um, it's really obsessed with the past and, um, you know, classic cars, actually some of the lines, classic cars, movie screens. Um, there's references to Elvis, to Miles Davis, to uh, Audrey Hepburn. Um, it is a... I'd say one it, on a lot of lists, it's considered one of the best New Jersey albums too. Um, they're a band that uh, they they started to sound a little bit like Springsteen as they went on. They uh, uh, this is their this is their second album is their best album, and uh, it's a uh, it, it's a it's a kind of a romanticized punk. I would say um, it's definitely definitely one that that's worth checking out. Um, and they're a band that they just uh, announced that they're reuniting and they're going to be playing a bunch of shows coming up soon. So that is, I, I didn't have an order to the list. Um, just kind of also pulled an audible and picked a couple different ones for my list, but that's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Jeff wants to make rules about what's allowed when we're making punk lists. Right. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think you know that was the great. One, uh, Go ahead. I was just say one more thing. I, I completely forgot about. Um, when I was revisiting a lot of these albums, um, you know, I kept thinking about what what is punk. You know, punk is you have that DIY aesthetic to it. You have, um, uh, you know, that you, you kind of rail against uh, uh, the establishment, against complacency and conformity. But a lot of these albums really kind of also show that punk is born out of boredom too. A lot of these albums, <laughs> yeah. they just talk about how bored they are. <laughs> Especially the Ramones. Oh, yeah. I just want to sniff some glue. Yeah. I just want to have something yeah. to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the worst thing that ever happened to punk was uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I think that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I also think hip-hop can be very punk in the sense yeah. of, oh, yeah. kind of where it's bred from and stuff. NWA? Yeah. And it has all the same Public attitude Enemy, as any yeah. hardcore punk album. Absolutely. Public Enemy too. yeah. Well, we yes. have in the, uh, in the chat room, we have Control-Alt-Quinn who says, what is punk? What is hip-hop? What is rock and roll? Artist people should be able to create freely without labels. But when I close my eyes and think punk, dead Kennedys definitely come to mind. Yeah. Yep. I considered them for my list too. I yeah. figured you, someone might pick it. Yeah, right. and actually, I have the album, so I'm cooler than everybody. <laughs> I had the uh, oh, it wasn't an original press. I had the the second album on on yeah. vinyl, oh, yeah. uh, Plastic I, Surgery Disasters, right. but original. it wasn't original. Wasn't an original press. Um, yeah, so this was great, Adam. W once again, unbelievable. Like he's just like pulling quotes and like. I <laughs> wish <laughs> <laughs> we got to get you a job at Rolling Stone. You're amazing. You're really good. I, I can I can write this stuff so much better. <laughs> no, you're no, great. I was, I was trying to I. I I had, I've been trying to listen to, I mean, a lot of these albums were albums that I listened to in my twenties or, That's great. um, and I, I feel like the two thousands were great, especially early two thousands were a great time for punk. And yeah. yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting revisiting it now. Cause you know, either like you were saying before, like maybe you appreciate it a bit more as you get yeah, older. Absolutely. Um, and, and there's definitely some that I listened to and I was like, ah, you know, 
Well, I don't know what I was when thinking. I, <laughs> when I, well, when I was younger, it was like, you know, most of my music was like, you know, whatever I could listen to to get a girl to pay attention to me. Right. So a lot of times it was like, I mean, I kind of like The Cure. I kind of like The Smiths, but not. it was really more so to get the girl with the bangs and the, and the eyeliner. You know what I mean? Like it was more like it was more about that than it was actually loving the band. But the older I get, I got, you know, I could just like what I like. and There's no, you know kind of motive there except just the band is good or whatnot but a yeah. great job and a lot of bands i hadn't heard of that i want to listen to that it was in your list and i think that's great because that's punk rock when you're just yeah. doing bands that nobody's heard of <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> there were a few i, I had not heard like, of what before. he's like right. and then it's like then you're pulling local stuff like you just really nailed the assignment good work adam right um, i wish i wish i had the vibe i actually went to the record store a couple times yeah. last week to try to get to get some of the get uh like Titus Adronicus to monitor. They just yeah. released it for the anniversary and uh Jeff Rosenstock post, but it's tough. It's tough to get. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel, I feel that, um, I guess with the vinyl shortage, you know, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Smaller bands. it's pretty difficult to I, get. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I've go been, to this uh, place in LA, it's called record parlor and it's all just originals. And so they don't even do re-releases unless couple somebody weeks, sells I'm gonna it. Be there. Oh yeah, you're gonna, gonna be there two weeks. Two weeks, like three weeks. Three weeks. About three Very weeks. excited. Very excited. Got to You got to take me over to that I'll record take shop. You. I got you. Well, we're gonna do. You and I'll just be in the studio, and then we'll just zoom in these guys. So that'll be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I've been looking for that Parquet Courts album on vinyl for a while, and a couple months ago, I got. I saw a different album that I <laughs> hadn't heard of. I forget what the name of it was. I put it on. There's one song with vocals, and the rest of it is just. Uh, uh, improv noise that they did in the studio. It was just all noise. <laughs> nice. But I didn't know that. And I was like, man, this album's not that good. And then I kept waiting for, this, for the next song to start. It was just just noise the whole way through. You guys, uh, that band FX, you know them, right? No effects, yeah. No effects. No effects. No yeah. So I was at a show and the lead singer, the guy who created the oh, band, whatever, Mike, his yeah. dad was like in the crowd and like he came <laughs> up and like talked to us. And stuff. <laughs> like, oh great. man. You're yeah. Hanging out with Fat Mike's dad? Yeah. So we do. All right, wow. guys. Um, I guess we'll, we'll skip the thing that Adam and I were going to do. We'll just, uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll punk rock. We're going to, I'm going to slam dance my dog. A short one. Right. A little short episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do these punk memes, but I'm just so over the internet right now. So we'll, you know, unless you have one, do you have one quick that you can? Uh, let me I see. I got. I just don't uh, know how we pull these up. Why don't we do a? Uh, you want to do a Star Wars one for May the Fourth? Sure, you dork. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> Star Wars May the Fourth meme. All right, it's. I mean, uh, it's kind of show. Right. We can do whatever we want. There's a lot of May the Fourth Twitchers out there, so. All right, all right. Here we go. We got a uh, we got a little uh, play on Bohemian Rhapsody here. Uh, oh, jeez, I I can't even. Yeah, read this, it. we that gotta way. find a better way for you yeah. to do this. <laughs> yeah, you're the worst. Um, you have to. Like, <laughs> I should have probably sent it to Jay. <laughs> oh, you probably should have yeah, sent it to Jay, like I recommended. Right. All right, everybody. Uh, that's our show. You know. Yep. Jay's like, yep, send yep. it to me. <laughs> All right, next time, next time. <laughs> He'll pull it up. Yeah. He, All right, bye, bye, punk music. Go get vinyl and uh, hit our YouTube page. Bye, everybody. See you later. Look at Anthony. You look like the queen. God save the queen. <laughs> God save the queen. <laughs>